This episode is brought to you by The Hartford, a leading provider of employee benefits and income protection products that is dedicated to standing behind U.S. workers to help them pursue their goals and get through tough times. For more information about The Hartford, visit thehartford.com slash employee benefits. We've also got a link in our show notes. There are two ways to get from my mother-in-law's house to our own. The one any maps app will choose is a freeway that slices through our city, high concrete walls on either side. The other one meanders around one mountain and then another, through a few different neighborhoods, and then deposits us at the same location just nine minutes later. The freeway would be faster, Matthew tells me. I know this, but the freeway doesn't give you the gift of spotting the headlamps of the hikers making their way up Paestawa Peak after the sun sets, or the view of the city spreading out and sparkling below us. When we're home, after the boys are bathed and put to bed, once I've put in my retainers and Matthew has applied his nasal strip, it's time for our usual routine. And no, this story is not going to take a sexy twist because Matthew is trying to find something for us to watch together and I was deep in a mindless scroll saying, sounds interesting, when a beautiful woman's face appeared on my screen. And no, this is still not about to be sexy. Is anyone else, she asked, absolutely obsessed with being more efficient? My body tightened, but I did not scroll. She continued her monologue about how she has been waking up at 4.30 in the morning and reading management books before the rest of her family wakes up. She films this, of course. She talks about the processes she's putting into place to get as much done as possible. Outside our bedroom, the dishwasher was still waiting to be emptied. The chair in our bedroom corner, which we have never once sat on, was piled with clothes that are somewhere between dirty and clean. My email inbox is filled with messages marked for follow-up that I really, really do mean to follow up on. Sure, I could wake up at 4.30 a.m. the next day and power through it all. She had filmed her own morning routine, and it looked beautiful and serene and, yes, efficient. At various points in my life and my career, I have tried to be like this beautiful, efficient woman. When my younger kids were very small and the big kids were in middle and high school, I woke up at 5 a.m. to go to the gym before we got everyone off to school and daycare. I have practiced block scheduling. I have attempted batch working. I have been the first person in the office and the last to leave. I have read self-improvement books, business books, business improvement books. I have treated myself like a machine, put in the bare minimum, expect maximum output. And I did get a lot done in those years. I nursed a baby while I wrote a book that's not ergonomic or recommended. I took conference calls on the drive to daycare. I hushed the precious children in my backseat. Someone else cleaned my bathrooms. Strangers delivered my groceries. I sent people a link to an app where they could view my calendar and select a time for us to meet without encumbering me with personal contact. Back to that video. The answer was no. I'm not obsessed with being efficient. I don't want to be efficient. 
Over and over, though, my phone will try to convince me that I want something else. I want an app that will have people wondering, did she hire an assistant? That's actual copy. Emails written by ChatGPT, an app where strangers will plan your vacations, book your dentist appointments, find summer camps for your children. Over and over, I click not interested, even when the tiny little capitalist in myself says, are you sure? I am sure. I don't want to find the fastest way through this life. I don't want to outsource every household task to a stranger. I don't want to speed through my work to get to more work. I want to think. I want to walk the kids to school and leave my phone at home. I want to spend my Sunday afternoons disinfecting the bathrooms and reorganizing my books and having my friends over for dinner. I don't want my mornings to begin at 4.30. I want my mornings to begin whenever they begin with coffee and with toast that my youngest kid burned for me and the chaos of everyone trying to find their shoes because their father had the audacity to put everyone's shoes in the cabinets where they belong. I just want to take my time. And I hope you take yours. I'm Nora McInerney, and it's going to be okay. I hope today is whatever it is, and that you don't try to rush your way through, even if everybody else wants you to, even if there's a faster way. I hope you find some kind of slowness and that you enjoy it. It's Going to Be Okay is a production of Feelings & Co. We are a small, independent podcast production company. So if you like this show, consider sharing it with someone. You can rate it. You can review it. You can just keep listening. Honestly, you've done enough today. You don't need another task. Our team is me, Megan, Claire, Jordan, Marcel. Our theme music is by Secret Audio. This was recorded in my closet. Can you tell? This episode of It's Going to Be Okay was brought to you by The Hartford. Employee benefits have always been hard to understand. They're even tough for employers to explain, which just makes it worse for people like you and me. The Hartford knows there's a better way. They're a leading group benefits provider that's using familiar language to get straight to the point when it comes to the benefits they offer. Because if your benefits sound confusing, who's going to know how to actually use them? Learn more at thehartford.com slash benefits.